Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to another episode of True Bobcast. Bobcast. With you as always is Bob, live in the lounge, staring at the Ouija board. Back here with MK. Cheers. Feels good to be podcasting again. You know, last week, um, I didn't record on Thursday, but I did a Bill and Ted review. And uh, love the movie. Have you seen it yet? You haven't seen it yet, right? Spoiler alert. I haven't but seen it. came back here, I guess, what, two weeks ago, did one with Mickey, did a Bill and Ted, did one today with Year of October, and now I'm back here in the lounge with MK Ultra. okay? And, you know, I didn't post anything about this because, you know, I sometimes a post just doesn't do it. And I think a podcast, everybody should have a podcast so you really could divulge what somebody's going through, okay? So, as I mentioned before, I was camping. Camping is a very natural thing, right? You go back to the source, you pitch a tent, and you sleep outside, right? Right. Sometimes you go a little bit to the left, and you take some psilocybin, Ooh. and you start to hallucinate on God's given treats, <laughs> mushrooms. It was a beautiful trip. I was enjoying myself. Uh, for those that don't um, partake, hey, cool. But you know what? I've I've tried them since I was 16 years old. In the beginning, I was very scared of them. But now I'm here to tell you that eventually, just like medical marijuana, you will see psilocybin made available for people to cure depression, to cure anxiety, take away fears. It's a beautiful thing. Whenever I think of recreational drugs from our youth that we were introduced to and our youth, etc., I always get that old timey music. Going through my head as the uh, medical cycle kind of like resets itself and looks backwards towards things that used to look forwards towards. Do you, do you think that everything has it? Yeah. That when you sing that song for some reason, you know what I think of? DiCaprio and Wahlberg jumping off the rocks and... The Basketball Diaries. Interesting. As you sang that, that's what came into my mind. Hey, do me a favor, take away your shield. What is the actual song they play during that? I don't know. uh, Maybe it was... (laughs) (laughs) It was like air or something. But anyway, as I was saying uh, before, um, you know, I was enjoying it. And then as the tail end of it started to come, you know, uh, down, I didn't check my phone for a good duration of it. And the first thing I saw when I checked my phone was that the Black Panther had passed away. Chadwick Boseman and I was just like I couldn't believe it man my heart was like so rooted in nature at that point you know what I mean like mm. I was out there one with nature and like it's so weird like even as you go camping you're still fighting technology you know technology like, you got your phone you have to check it you know and the first bit of information I saw was that and I was just devastated dude the Black Panther hit different Chadwick Boseman Reston Panther um, it hit different celebrity deaths you know well we are- covered Kobe Bryant's death yeah, celebrity deaths are their own certain, you know, yeah. response, reaction to each individual out there listening. But even still, yo, the Black Panther hit different. It's like, you know how comic books kill off superheroes? Yeah. Captain America, you know, Superman. Wolverine, Superman. This is like that, but like <laughs> on psilocybin mushrooms. Yeah, dude, I, that was the crazy part, man. It's just like, oh my God, because like I was feeling such... Epathy in the hours following finding out the news, talking to uh, my friend Drew, who I was camping with, about like the state of affairs in America and the terrible things that the black community has ha- have been going through for a very long time. And, you know, I really thought about it and meditated on it. We've only been seeing this 
since 2008 when cell phones were first made readily available unless somebody had you know a vhs or an eight millimeter camera ready to go and then they still had to process it the fact that we can capture things just means that we're seeing it now for the first time but this has been going on since the beginning of our country i heard well, that george washington dude had he was the, he had the most slaves and i heard he had fake teeth made from his slaves that is terrible dude like we are living in sin you know like growing up in the 80s then you feel like yes yes coca-cola mcdonald's let's do this and now i'm starting to reflect and be like wow man like we must have looked like such jerks to the rest of the world all right jerk me off because <laughs> listen have you, am i the only one that's been listening to nwa run dmc wu-tang clan uh you know etc since i was you know, before I went through puberty, um, maybe it's me. Maybe I'm the only one. Maybe I'm the only one who's been flooded with imagery, stories, explanations of all this for the last 20 plus years, 30 years. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm the only one that's been tuned in to, you know, what's going on right now. I tell stories about being in uh, LA 2005. Yeah. And the work I did out there involved, uh, you know, educating inmates in Compton Juvenile Hall against the um, three strike rule. Thanks, Bill Clinton. And uh, what we told them is like, you know, the system gets a hold of you and doesn't let you go. All right. But this was back in 2005 and it wasn't marketable. It wasn't fashionable mm. to talk about these things. But now it is marketable and now it is fashionable. And as someone who I guess is the only one that's been uh, tuned in to the black CNN, AKA rap music. It doesn't come as a surprise to me, but according to the narrative that's out there now, it's not about me. Okay, fair enough. Here two, four, still heard the music, still heard the story, still understood. The message. The voice, the message yeah. from the people going through it. So you can't take that away from anyone. Yeah, raw, right? I'm gonna give it to you, like cocaine straight from Bolivia. Yeah, yo, my hip hop will rock and shock, shock the, the nation. nation. Like Emancipation Proclamation. Proclamation. Dude, I remember hearing that as a kid and like thinking that was better than any history book or anything. Like the stuff that was being like in like Boys in, Boys in the Hood, like, you know, like. Yeah. Just th yes. that reality of being like, oh, wow. Like, because you live in such a bubble when you go to a good public school, you live in the burbs, you know, like. Speaking of bubbles. The bubble. And on the path we're on, you got to understand what I'm trying to say here. I is hope it, you don't misconstrue it, but like. The bubble in Florida. What they, the players can't leave. They're trapped there. I know it's COVID, but it's like, what are they earning? Who are they earning money for? Like, what I are think they it's doing? It's great, though. I think it's. I understand that, it's, but like also too, as a professional COVID? athlete, though, it's like it, doesn't that keep you super sharp? Like if you were somebody who, like if you're an athlete, you got to be on all the time to keep up with your. Yeah, but I'm just saying, look at like the dumb, the dummy narrative, the dumbass narrative from like 20 miles away, where you see a group yeah. of very strong individuals yeah. who are capable of doing a lot of work with the ball to make a lot of people who own you know those teams yeah. more, and they can't leave they can't go out these strong oh, individuals wow. I see what you're saying yeah. do you understand yeah, no, I see what like you're saying. and that's the dummy point of view but you know there were people fired from leaving uh, like a college bubble in like oregon or some such you could fact check that please i got no but, keith couldn't make it again tonight i think but, he's fired but all <laughs> uh, just playing all i'm trying to say is like 
again, it wasn't fashionable 15 years ago. And is the fact that it's fashionable now good? Well, I think that you're like, okay, so the use of fashionable, right? I guess like, yeah, you're- Marketable. You, you have a point with the trending thing and like celebrities who now, you know, are using their platforms to speak out against, you know, different things and stuff. But the, the thing that sucks though, it was the initial point I was making and I too listened to those hip hop albums and I too, right. you know, understood a little bit more. You heard. All you have to but say is you listened. Listen. Okay, so like all you after, have to do is you say you listened. Enter the 36 Chambers though. Okay. That and Midnight Marauders were go-tos for me. Like they inspired me so much as a drummer, as a bass player, as a total musician. Like And also like the lyrics because it came out in such a way that was so instantaneously just stuck in your head. Yeah, but the stories though, you know, it's just anytime you hear of anything, even <laughs> like children, uh, tr- human trafficking, all these like terrible things that happen. Slavery has always been, you know, just for me as a person, I just hate that like I can't erase that sin and erase that history. You know what I mean? It's not for you to erase the infallibility. I know, but of I have man. a messiah complex, dude. I can't help it. You know what I mean? Like I Sounds want like... to like fix things, you know? Yeah. Well, and, like that's my natural nature. And it's just like knowing that. And then like, oh dude, it's just bad. You know, you have to cope with things that you can't. Yeah, fix. I do. But like somehow or another, I, I feel like there's like this other reality where there is no racism. And like you and I aren't having a conversation about this. Instead, we're all surrounded by, friends of various different colors and you, you mean know, like is, our actual life <laughs> i mean like i just i, I mean just have we not like, been surrounded by like friends the climate of outside colors? you know what i mean like even just in our local community here like people you know i read about people ripping down black lives matter signs you know we have joe gale who has had protests in front of his parents people are just so angry you know what i mean they're they're so angry to the point where they're going to start doing irrational things and my fear is that come november the 8th or whenever we find out the you know the process of this election people are going to go crazy no matter what no matter there's no like just like racism like you can't fix racism because some people can never have their chakras unblocked and they never can see the truth so they're never going to be capable because they're meant to be blocked in this life as an obstacle for you and I to try to navigate around. But the thing is, I just, I, I don't see it ending peacefully at all. Like, and that's my worst fear. Here well, the- yeah. True. Bobcast. <laughs> well, who's getting the most ramped up? Who's getting the most triggered by all these TV shows, all these, you know, shows on TV? who's getting the most triggered the ones that are fighting for uh justice or the ones that want to perpetuate hate but one of the things i was thinking you know that that perpetuation of hate and stuff like that and just god i was just feeling like terrible for the people you know who knew jacob blake who watched that video now i mean there's just so many cases of it coming forward like even on the way here i heard of a gentleman I, I couldn't even catch his name that was like apparently like naked in the street who wasn't even a threat and it's just terrible that it like you know it just sucks it's i already so told cool. you 15 years ago it was not marketable it was still happening yeah it wasn't marketable why what, are we knowing about it now because it's marketable and what does marketability bring advertising dollars etc there's a Black Lives Matter sign on the front of Lush Body Care, okay? Mm-hmm. Now, the phrase Black Lives Matter is 
obvious. It is something that's just inherently true. If you're a human. Yeah. All right. <clears throat> but the political movement behind it, that's another story. Are I mean, you okay? Do we know? Are you emotional? Do we not? No. Do, true. Well, <laughs> do we know the full agenda of the political movement behind that phrase? Why is that phrase on an uh, commercial, um, you know, business? Are they connected? Is it the phrase they're using? Is it the slogan they're using? Is it the marketability of the political agenda being... Pro Everything is a political agenda. I don't have the answers. The Black Lives Matters movement is funded by the Democratic Party. We've mentioned that here on the on the podcast before. Did I, I first? Huh? I didn't mention that. I have. Ooh, mate. Yeah. So, I mean, like, there's, there's things at play that, like, you know, like... The thing that's so hard is, like, you know, like... I know... This it will sound controversial to some, but it's just like I don't want to vote for either because none of them represent my ideologies and what I want for this life for people, you know. And it's just like we live so we live so precautiously for the dollar, you know. Everything is about making sure that we have either a enough money or b just enough money to get by. Some people love money, <laughs> spend it, but they're so obsessed with it that they're not even really experiencing the true, true elements of life instead they're just living in this like monopoly game you know and it's so fucked up man it is and we just sit back and watch and let it happen you know there was is that, a certain that candidate back, is that your back or your neck that you just crack like that that was the chair you sure pretty sure was it man it sounded like your neck when you surely. were just... uh so um there is one candidate on the horizon who's that who speaks <laughs> <laughs> who speaks of what you speak of and um we'll all see what happens to that particular candidate uh but you know uh -huh. yeah i'm ready to bow out this year yeah, i don't want to vote at all i don't want to complain for the next four years and i've always been told that voting is your right to complain and it's time for me to fucking shut up so here's my problem with biden kamala harris is it's just the same it's Biden. like it, it's like playing uh like you remember when the first mario brothers game came out and you could be either uh mario or luigi or no excuse me you could play mario or Duck Hunt, right it was the same thing but it was always there it never went away that's the democratic party and the republican party it's always the same repetition of repeat either two-termer or one-termer you know and it's since like you've this, been born right but the thing is though it's just like look it's so we are so obsessed with the american flag which is you know just a collection of colors and stars and you know Oddly enough, some people are willing to take lives and defend their country no matter what, dude, with physical force or sometimes guns, as you've seen in Kenosha, Wisconsin with this kid, which you couldn't believe when I oh saw boy. the video, dude. I was just like, oh boy, dude. The skateboard is the sword. Dude, that poor kid, dude, the skateboard, he was six inches from knocking that kid straight out with the back of the board. Did you ever see somebody get hit in the head with a skateboard? <laughs> I saw it once down Philly and you know you get knocked out dude like that guy they would have had a couple seconds to get the gun away from him, but he was six inches short it's all fucked up man I wonder how Dennis is doing with all this Dennis Dennis Hope I know you're probably not listening to this podcast but we miss you buddy oldies.com oldies come to a warehouse full of nostalgia dot com posters CDs XX videos books not triple X. Make sure you put the check in the envelope. Records. P.O. Box. Oldies.com. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, man, I used boy. to I used to uh, enjoy so much that, 
you know, before I would never do this now with COVID, but I mean, like, uh, I used to open up the mail from around the country and see everybody's requests for like, you know, entertainment, right? Yeah, at oldies. So I would see like all the requests for DVDs, like what they want to watch, what the, you know, the subculture was interested in. I don't want this podcast to end. Keep it going, keep it going, keep it going, full speed. Let's record till our lives end. Man, Rogan did a five and a half hour podcast with Duncan Trussell. Spotify. Spotify. Dude, I didn't know you'd get so freaking political or whatever. I don't know, but my, my this is my point though. Forget politics. This is like, as we mentioned at the beginning of the show, as I lamented the death of him, you know, I, the, in the following days, I saw a picture that really moved me of some kids with the Marvel superhero figures and having like Black Panther funerals. And somebody um, messaged me and I really can't tell if, I, I mean like they, so the response towards it on Facebook, their reply was all lives matters, exclamation point to that photo of the kid with the Black Panther. And like, I couldn't tell like, is she, is he or she like, saying that it's like the marvel like superheroes matter you know what i mean like i was just like blown away i was just like man is it that close like that's the thing that scares me the most is racism is so close to me you know what i mean like it's weird right because it's almost like like acknowledging the fact that a ghost lives in your house and you're just cool with it was there a word for racism 500 years ago Mm -hmm. what was it a rock to the head because i mean like look i mean the thing is okay so that's not our a country, word. Our but... country is so new, you know? Like, that's just the thing. Like, we think that these books and these buildings are... The books! You know, we think that this is like some medieval times and shit. No, this is like just a while ago, you know? These guys were pissed off. Like, you should... Okay, like, let me ask you a question, right? We formed this country because King George was taxing the shit out of us and we were pissed off. When have you ever made a conscious, a conscious decision that winded up being a really positive affirmation for your life? When you were pissed off, did you ever make up your mind when you're pissed off and come to some conclusion that's going to bring you enlightenment? Never, no, you never can come hurt. Maybe. And they tried. Tr- trust me, they try with the you know the amendments and the, um, the electoral college and like you know all these elements of you know tomfoolery to make sure things are fair. What has happened is this amalgamation of just like people taking out the trash and like recycling. You know, like. Democrat, Republican, you know, like they, it's the same thing. We're, oh, we need Woo. to raise taxes. Don't raise taxes. It's Yo. bullshit, dude. Yeah, I know. But it's also, you know, one year is four years, right? But it's also, it's also uh, always been happening, bro, since the dawn of man. Yeah, but there was things that were different back in the day. Yeah, but there were things that were the same. All right. And the yeah. things that were the same were just as terrible as they are today. And I'm not picking a side, people listening, Bob, also. I'm not picking a side. You can if you want, dude. That's the whole part of this podcast. It's not worth it. It's not worth it? It's not what is true. (laughs) True. True. There are no sides. Ah, man. There are no sides. Did you see the movie American Pickle yet? No, I'm still preserving it. Oh man, I gotta tell you, it, it, still got it, baby. Can't, can't recommend it enough. Green Bull? love that film. Um, yeah, enough for the politics. You know, I mean, like, look, it is what it is, and I don't Give usually post. Word, I don't follow. post about it, but I feel strongly about it. That I mean, I may have to do something about it one day. Run or do something, you know, like local office, because I really, I'm so tired of people not 
looking and sounding and feeling like the people I grew up with in politics. It's the same fucking costume each time they put on. It's time for change. It's time for us to be held accountable for our actions. And dude, you know why I'm at it? Fuck it. How much money does Pico pay Asplenda in Plymouth meeting and countless, um, you know, like how, how much time is wasted cutting trees for those power lines and how much time is wasted dispensing crews like Altec out there to clean up the mess after a storm per year? Tell me that number, please, because if we took that number and we put it into some sort of trust fund, I'm pretty sure we could put the whole grid underground and stop power outages. Like, why the hell? Like, with all the shit going on in the world, we still got power outages. It's like we got to go down the basement because the twister's coming. You know why, Bob? Chat. Because doing the work is boring and it takes forever. It's not fun. It's not marketable. You can't, like, tell great stories about the times you did the work, okay? A lot of people aren't going to accept that. They want the headlines, all right? Um, <clears throat> my politic political wrap-up is as follows. <laughs> all right? I said it before, I'll say it again. Trumpo landslide. Boom. I don't care what who believes. Dude, here's a here's a here's gonna happen on the podcast. I don't want him to win, but I bet my dad a hundred dollars that he will win because I believe that that man right there. There is no way that he possibly could like he was bankrupt six times. Some people are born with that like maniacal like villainy that like you know what I mean like they just win every time. Second of all, there's a Christian innovation going on in this country right now. And uh we're going to see where that goes. Oh, Kanye's going to help us with that. You said it. What Look, I like you Kanye. I love Kanye, but the thing is though is like He's too mentally unstable with his bipolarism and his Twitter rants. Like, we don't need any of those three parties. Are you stable? Are you mentally well, stable? I mean, probably not. You do know, you want to run for office and show everyone no, the way? No, I couldn't do it. You know why? Here, here's you just the, said here on the yeah, podcast President, here's to. why I couldn't do gotcha. it. Gotcha. Because I don't do well with lack of sleep. I do. I don't I love it. I don't. Well, so you could, I'll be the vice president. You run the show. Device. I'll be the vice. I'll run Yo, the show. You know like what Dick. the worst vice in the world is? Don't vote for Dick Cheney in 2024. Advice. Yeah, remember when Dick Cheney <laughs> shot somebody? And everybody was like, whatever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> remember when you watched that movie in the theater and the girl you were on a date with started crying at the end? What? Man. Remember when you would see somebody like at the mall, like try to put trash in the trash can and miss and just keep walking? I saw someone litter today. I was like, what the fuck? Yeah, isn't it weird, right? When they litter, they're just like, I don't give a fuck. I got to give a shout out to the person that stopped me from littering in my life. And this is from the heart. Uh, I'll use Time, his full place. Christian name. Andrew Robert Hawkinsmith uh, is the person that influenced me not to litter ever again because his car was a uh, landfill. And he said, well, why litter? I'll just you know trash my car instead. And I thought... Yeah, why litter? I didn't listen to the rest of what he said because my car's immaculately clean right now. But why litter, dude? I don't know, man. I don't know why people do it. I see it sometimes like out the car window and I'm like, I'm so determined to like get up there, but it's my road rage that's taking over. And I don't like that. I've had road rage, man. You know, 
Do you know I'm how good perfect. it feels I'm to not throw? I'm perfect, dude. I've got flaws <clears throat> out the ass, dude. As I revealed. Do you know how good you know how good it feels to throw a banana peel out your moving car window because you know it's going to decompose on the side of the road and who gives a what? That does feel good though. I like how I good throw, does it feel? Why take like a apple hiking and I'll throw the core out there? <laughs> it's the best. I'll to, I'll give it a good toss and then sometimes I meditate on like where that apple is and like back to from whence you here, came. Check this out. You know I'm hiking Bobby V vibrations out there. Bobby V. Dude, I went a different way the other day and I came across this fortress that I put on my Instagram story. And uh, turns out it's one of my former students who created it with his buddies. And I got to tell you, shout out to Noah Eisenstein. How fortunate <laughs> you came across that. Have you ever played Fortnite? I only watched, well, I watched my, uh, I watched my brother's son play it. Are you root him on? Or are I, you like that narcissistic? I try. I don't you- get it. Yeah. I played three, four, five times. I don't get it. Man. Video games, you know, it's funny. Like, I, I, I had an obsession to Madden, and it lasted for, like, a good year or two. And then since then, I haven't really been on it. You showed me your new new game here. I'm obsessed with a video game. Plug it. Go ahead. I'm Do a commercial so for it. Remember, remember uh, roulette commercials? Yeah, I remember our, you know, <laughs> hilarious commercials. But, uh, listen, this is a personal commercial. It's a personal or whatever. And uh, 20-some-odd years ago, I played a video game called Tenchu. Was it a Danny DeVidia? It was a Danny DeVidia game. And I played a video game called Tenchu. And this video game called Tenchu inspired me to ask for a samurai sword for one of my birthdays. 20 years old, 18, 19 years old, one or the other. Bought a samurai sword from the old Remington Knives store in the King of Prussia Mall. Where that don't tread on me flag used to be. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, dude. Dude, that was the best. When you would come down that elevator that and you was would go through like this little carnival town. And, and then Kitty, Kitty City, City was right there. Like in Kitty City didn't have like a big entrance. Like I always felt like the entrance there was like the miniature underground magical wizard entrance into so I, the kingdom. So I got this samurai sword 20 years ago, Chat. right? And they just released a brand new Danny DeVidia game titled Ghosts of Tsushima. It's about the mongrel invasion of the island of Tsushima in the 13th century. While the video game is not based off historical events, it is based off that historical event. So you occupy the character Jin Kasakai (laughs) and uh, you defeat the mongrels from the Isle of Sushama invasion and it's just the most interactive obsession I've had it's willed me to bring out my old Tenchu birth samurai sword <laughs> which I stood in the Rocky Mountains of Colorado slicing down trees to meditate on my own Bushido dude do me a favor <clears throat> right now for the loyal Bobcast listeners go get me that knife and I'll take a picture of you right here live oh well Bobcast. I have it but okay so anyway, yeah, he is obsessed with this game. He sends me screenshots. I don't really care about this game at all. I mean, <laughs> as I mentioned, Danny Davidius, video games, anything that like distracts you from uh, your life, it's not a good idea. Go over this way where the light's better. You know, I'm a perfectionist. Here we go. And that's the picture you saw here live tonight on Bobcast. So, uh, the quickest way to wrap that story up is to say that I found that sword in this new game, Ghost of Tsushima, 
And now I carry this sword that I was gifted 20 some odd years ago <laughs> in the video game. And I lop off the heads of leaders of Mongo clans and assume the role of the ghost of Tsushima. Wow, that was a good commercial, man. They really should contact you and say, hey. You know, shout out to Mike Flacco for our 2005-6 LA Hollywood Hills confidential freestyle rock and roll in which we pioneered a form of freestyling that took on the elements of rock and roll instead of general hip-hop. And uh, now we're at freestyle commercials. What do you what do you think about that? Freestyle commercials are the best, man. There's nothing quite like it, you know? There's nothing quite like being creative with your friends. I'm standing up, yeah. Booyah! Yeah, we're standing up here uh, again on the, on the podcast. Living our lives, drinking <sighs> seltzer. Woo! If you've seen the movie An American Pickle, you know why I'm talking about seltzer so much in pickles. Mickey's getting some ice cubes out of uh, what looks like a casserole dish in there. <laughs> the <laughs> ice up, is uh, <laughs> frozen to the glass. <laughs> Yo, so There's no way summer, it's man. so humid. This Yo, you know what? You know what's worst. a damn shame, dude. The video store is closed because we stopped saying the word video. I think that's you what, know. I mean, it's it crazy that we say it so fast. The video is it because we want to get blockbuster video out of the way? You can video? Airbnb the most uh, latest blockbuster video. Close your eyes right now with me and listen to this. Here we go. You walk into blockbuster video. You look to your left. There's people checking out. You see the bin where you gotta drop off your film. You hear it hit the other boxes. <laughs> it's a good time, right? Remember going up to the new release, be like, oh my God, I'm gonna get Donnie Darko, oh my God. And then you would go up and you would look and there would be no, no container. Donnie Darko. Behind the case. Behind the case was the click. It was the URL. Yeah, I said it a million times in my personal life. The internet killed boredom. Boredom was fun though, and like that's like where you picked up things. That's where I picked up the guitar. That's where I picked up, you know, writing poetry. Huh? I was writing poetry. But the internet also, uh, <laughs> you know, it also uh, eliminated the um, sense of you know, uh, you don't get what you want, whatever that is. What mm. do you call that? You don't get the new release of Blockbuster. What do you call that? Oh, that uh, disappointment. Dis- disappointment. There's the no disappointment. Deleted yes. disappointment. And it's like that's a good point. What do we have to compare appointments to now that go. disappointment is gone? Choo, 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 choo. Choo. All the way right there. Choo, choo, choo. That should be a sub a subtitle to the show. You know what I mean? To the show. Mickey's drinking good. some scotch. Feeling great. We're feeling all right. We're standing up. It's Labor Day. You know what? Um. I'm watching right now Cobra Kai on Netflix. Me too, huh? I'm in the middle of what, the third episode. Where yes, are you? That's where I'm at. Third episode. <laughs> I, I'm not sure if I like it yet, though. But I, I do like it. But it's like there's parts where it's sappy. But, uh, you know, I enjoy seeing those two characters. I'm looking forward to seeing other old characters that were spoiled through the internet. That's the other thing, too. The internet spoiled things. I said it many a time on the Bobcast. It's almost like the internet forces you to go see these blockbuster movies now or else they'll spoil it. Yeah. They're like, you're getting bullied to go like see these movies so you don't have to like read about the ending. Oh, but the COVID cured that. What up, COVID? Did you hear The Rock has COVID-19? Get well soon, and Rock. Just breaking news today. The Batman's put on hold because Robert Pattinson, Bruce Wayne's got COVID-19. Get well soon, Robert Patterson. Robert Patterson. <laughs> yeah, so he's got COVID, man. We're never going to see that film. Get well soon, Robert Patterson. Get well soon, homie. 
But yeah, I uh, I'm not gonna go see Tenet. Where is it out in theaters? It's out right now. Can I buy out the theater? I, you can't buy it here at home, which is a drag. You got to go to the theater and risk your life. Ah, boy. Yeah, I'm a little like uh, <clears throat> malaise. Do you have a fever right now? Maybe you got a fevers. <laughs> How's your job? Job is great. Job is a okay. Is that the name of the company? A okay. Yeah, the company is should be it's confidential that. at this time. It should be called that though. Let's let's fictionalize it as A OK. <laughs> no, we'll fictionalize it as ABC. There is this place in the, the company right. that doesn't say no. I wonder how many times I've said this story. But there's this place in Silver Lake called the Copycat, and they made copies. And one time I went to pick up my script, and at the same time, my brother introduced me to the chap behind the register, and he gave me the script as written by Terrence Winter. The Wolf of Wall Street. Remember when I told you that I got that script? You didn't know DiCaprio was in it then, but I just had the script. The thing that's different is the movie starts off with an actual lion going through the office. Well, CGI in this version. No, it doesn't. There's no. Starts off with a Stratton Oakmont commercial. Yeah, but that's that's how they did it. But the lion's not in the office. It's a CGI. But it's in I mean the a commercial. CGI. It's in the I mean commercial. A CG line. I mean a CGI line. There's a lot. Li- yeah, the lines in the commercial, but not in the actual. <sighs> can, you ma- can you imagine if they made a sequel to that? What if the bear from The Revenant fought the lion from The Wolf of the Wall Street? <laughs> Wait, the Revenant bear versus the Stratton Oakmont lion? Who wins? What's the bet, Sam? Nature versus nurtures. What you gonna do when they come? I'll tell you one thing about my job, though. I do have this moment when I'm on the phone with clients or what have you, yeah. where I do re re re, re uh, <clears throat> I oh, like wow. I fall into the New York accent mm-hmm. and I get called out for it every time. Yeah, they're like, "Why? What do you? What is this New York accent?" And like, <laughs> <laughs> the reason I go to it is when I'm like defeated and I'm trying yeah. to like scrap yeah. fight my yeah, way me, back. Yeah, me too. Like if someone talks shit, I'm just like, "Well, listen, what do you want to do here? What What do you talk?" And I get like a little like hey, you know, yo, swarmy. Hey, yo. Yeah, it is bad when that happens. But the fact that I get called out for having a New York accent after growing up in Contrahawk, or yeah, but we're from Contrahawk, though. Nobody can say that, dude. Tell somebody in like, you know. You invented the chat game. You're the puff daddy of chat game, dude. <laughs> chat game strong. And your chat game can either be strong or your chat game can be wrong. There's no in between. Listen, here's some things I'm thinking of. And if somebody out there is listening and wants to give me feedback, because I'm, I'm about to make a move, right? And I got to change the name of the show. Okay? So I'm thinking about calling it True Bobcast. I think that's a fucking hit. Solid go, baby. Did we go viral last time or what? No, we didn't. A lot of listeners, though. A lot of listeners, but I mean, we didn't like reach the astronomical heights that you had anticipated. I wonder why that might have been. The, the church bells here in country weren't ringing when they saw us. Look, there's a stalker outside. What's up? <laughs> I remember you. <laughs> how many people do you think are eating outside right now talking about how much they don't like their lives? I don't know about how many there are outside right now, but how I do know how many there are right now outside should all just go home <laughs> we need to get some cameras in here some webcams and do it the whole thing live yeah because then i could ham it up for the camera as well as the microphone and like now that you got the right hairspray mm-hmm. mate shout out to cvs brand hairspray if anybody uses it out there there you, there isn't <laughs> mm-hmm. because no one uses cvs 
brand Hairspray anymore. They rebranded it as Blade. And then they discontinued it. I gotta be honest. I'm like a 180-year-old man trapped inside like a one like 18-year-old body or something. Yeah, that's a good assumption of like who you are. I I'm like that. an old man, but I'm immature as it gets. Yeah, you are. That is right. You like wear robes and you drink scotch. I'm just an old fogey. But gr- I'm young and hot. You let your gr- grass grow to Yo, like... I'm an old soul and I'm young height, and hard. The height of a toddler outside. I'm a samurai. How many hours do you spend per day playing that game? No, no, no. I can't average it like that to do it this a service. Mm-hmm. But I can't play it unless I'm playing it for like at least 12 hours at a time. I'll be honest with you. One night and one night I sat here and I Bring played Bring that it. microphone up to you a little bit. I played it from 4 p.m. to mm-hmm. like 4 a.m. Wow. And I drank Ooh, a okay. bottle of scotch. A whole entire bottle. Wow. By the end, I was like on these mythical quests. Yeah. And I have footage of it. There's fireflies flying around me, obtaining some like crazy armor from some have legendary- Have you tried the uh, VR kit for uh, PS4? And it was the first time I drank a bottle of scotch in I can't tell you how many years. But I drank an entire bottle of scotch and I was like... Were you hungover? Not sober at the end of the night. I wasn't hungover the next day. I was like depressed three days later. But like at the end of that gaming session, I was Jin Sakai. Yes, I could see it now in like your I eyes. Like I was Jin Sakai. I could see it now in your eyes that the fantasy had been achieved that evening here in the lounge. I wasn't wasted. I wasn't sober. I wasn't <laughs> drunk. I had dr- I had consumed an entire bottle of spirits. My God! While enjoying a video game, was there and any, it was just it was crazy. Was there any moment that you had fallen asleep? No, I obtained two mythical armors. It was just insane. Ooh. I woke up dressed. I would like the character woke up on a park bench with a bottle of fucking sake in his hand. Mm-hmm. True story. And it was just like an amazing feat. Yeah, it was. Think about it. Like you, mm-hmm. you can go on like a regular quest, right, mm-hmm. and be of sound mind and heart. But you can go on a mythical quest and be like lost. When in the you get done the realm. game, let me borrow it. I'm halfway through it. How do you know that? There's a percentage. There's three acts, and what's the Isle of Tsushima is separated. I just want to know how far. I'm halfway through the Isle of Tsushima. Hmm. Tony Hawk comes out. Uh, tomorrow, I think. I gotta get it. There's a lot of info online. I knew somebody had flunked out of college because of that game. <laughs> but there's no info about the Philadelphia location in the Tony Hawk Philadelphia, two. not the. Duh. If Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 Plus 2 remastered for the next generation consoles, whatever out now. What's the name, what's the name of those shoes over there? They're the uh, Salvador Barbiers. Or the SLB 23s from Etnies. That right there is the 20th anniversary edition, which came out in 2015, 20 years after they originally debuted in 1990 by a professional African-American skateboarder who modeled these particular Etnies off of Nike's Air Jordan 5s, which are celebrating a 30-year anniversary this year with the Nike, I'm sorry, the Jordan brand Air Jordan 35s. You know, uh, I've never told this story before, but you've spoken about your vast collection of sneakers and your deep knowledge of it before here on the podcast. And um, one night I left here and I was held up at gunpoint and they asked me the code to get into the front door. <laughs> was I it said, Ben Kim? <laughs> oh, dude. Oh, man. 
There's no way I'm listening back to this to cut that out. So hey, how you doing? It is. I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry to. I'm sorry to. Um, you know what I mean. Whatever, whatever. But uh, I got to show you off record. I got to show you my new collection for my 40s upstairs. Oh my god. See, this is the thing though. It's like it's the only thing that you and I don't share. Is this will this doesn't sneakers. matter. This Look, never happened for me. It never will. It doesn't matter when I show you this. Mm-hmm. You'll say, "Oh my god, Mick, you're 40." You're going to be 40 coming up here in October. When I show you what I have to show you, you're going to be like, oh my God, you're going to be an adult finally, you fucking loser. You've been an adult for a while. Let me ask you a question. Yeah, right. Let me ask you a question. I'm getting a good time. What room have you been in with the most people since COVID has began? Ew. Like Walmart. Mm, Checkout line. It sounds like you're talking dirty here. here on gross. True. Bobcast. Rebrand True Bobcast coming 2021, maybe earlier. We don't know. <laughs> That's the beauty part about this thing. Freestyle commercials. Flying high. Flying high in the sky. Bobby Ray touring. I love marketing things. Up. Oh! Yeah, Bobby Ray's B.O.B., who also took my name, who doesn't even know he took my name, but I didn't have a trademark on B.O.B. I had a copyright on B.O.B. from a sound recording but sound record see the thing about copyrights so many vast different things variations as to what you can protect and what you can't so you know it is what it is here on the true podcast remember some of them early pocket dial demos where you'd hear the ice bouncing around in my scotch glass ah yeah sometimes like when once i move it over to spotify it'll be much easier for people to um to see but you know i have gone back and listened to some some of the ones that uh like you see you have to when you transport everything to um spotify you have to put in mp3 you can't use mp4s and that was my bad but i did encode some like that i'm gonna sit down hey i knew i text you back in the day but i text you this i said can pocket dial survive in the trump era now you can interpret that however you want. But if you think about what Pocket Dial was doing, if you think about the songs Pocket Dial was creating, the answer is an astounding no. And for anyone, let alone someone in a band, to question whether or not a band could survive in a certain era, speaks volumes, you know what I mean? It was just so clear that the um, narrative was changing. And... Pocket Dial spoke of loves. Pocket Dial spoke of partying. Pocket Dial spoke of nothing. You know what I mean? And the question of whether or not a band like that could survive in the Trump era was answered quickly as the entire narrative shifted to politics, to race, to hate, to this, to that, to him, and nothing but him for his entire presidency until... A certain virus came along and took the spotlight away from this president. Think about that. It took a global pandemic to take even a shred of the spotlight away from a person who everyone wants to tell you isn't fit to do a certain thing. And I said it before and I'll say it again and I'm sick of saying I said it before, but I'm not sick of saying I'll say it again. What's that? If you don't have haters... He ain't doing a good job. He has haters. He must be doing something right. That narrative dissipated quicker than an old fought in the wind. You know what I mean? And it's just so transparent. 
to me, and I'm not different than anyone else out there, but the opposite of that occurred before, okay? And now the opposite of what occurred before is happening now. And it's like, you don't stop and smell the roses. You don't enjoy the gray area. It's not black and white. Are you from the future? Obvi. I mean, there's questions about that, but you can't prove them uh, either way. But it's all about the words. It's all about the language. But above all, I said it last time on the Bobcast. True, Bobcast. True. It's all about reality. It's all about reality. It's all about what you experience when you walk out your door. It's not about the filter on reality that you view and you share and is shared with you. But My what do God. I know? It's what like do I sitting know? across from Mozart, you know? What do I know? I'll tell you what I know. Yo, I didn't watch a single trailer for Bill and Ted Faces the Music. And my experience was that much more amplified after the viewing was complete and I watched the trailers. It would have told me everything, dude. That's my new thing now. Not to watch the trailer. Then after the film, watch it. Well, they show you the trailer and then they give you the spoilers on the internet to force you to see the movie. God, the internet has destroyed everything. It destroyed boredom. It destroyed... Roids. It destroyed roids. <laughs> it destroyed uh, disappointment. I thought you were making a muscle. Yo! Oh, it That's destroyed thing, disappointment. By the way. Listeners, if you're still there with me, I want you to do this as an assignment, like in Fight Club. Have a very serious conversation with somebody, and just in the middle of it, go, Yo! Yo! <laughs> I don't ever want the podcast to end. Now, I could chat all day, you know what I mean? There's nothing quite like being true. Nothing quite like chatting, unless you suck at chatting. There's been some guests that have sucked at chatting. Yeah, I feel bad for you when those guests suck at chatting. I don't think I'm going to have any guests. It'll just be, you know, small group of people for a while. I'm sorry out there if you're listening to the true Bobcat. It's just, it's just the way it's got to go. I always like to play the Fred Norris to your Howard Stern, man, with the fucking sound effects. Yeah, I, what I like though, and you're not doing it so much though, like the the last time is like, like I'll raise like a thought, and you'll like give me like the complete U-turn, <laughs> one eighty. I feel like I'm doing that right now. Is your chat game strong? Because if your chat game is strong, and, and you, you know got it going, going on, <laughs> <laughs> and wait, you got it going on, or you maybe know you know you're wrong. And you know you're wrong. You know, a wise man once yeah, told me. The, what was the melody? <laughs> Some time ago. You got it? That, uh, you know, I'm never disagreeing, always agreeing. <laughs> Last time we recorded the podcast after the show. Say it again. Is that it? I'm never disagreeing, I'm always agreeing. agreeing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, always. I'm, I'm never, never disagreeing. disagreeing. I'm always okay. agreeing. Here we go. One, two, three, four. Never disagreeing, always agreeing. <laughs> Dude, tell me it doesn't sound like so the beginning bad. of like some 80s sitcom where it's Never like... Never disagreeing, always <laughs> believing. I'm going to say always believing. <laughs> yeah, it was a good time. We were walking through the streets of Conchahokie. Oh. oh my God, dude. You know, just go out to the middle of the country and say, I'm from Conchahokie. I want everybody listening, if you're still listening, to think about the conversations Bob and I have off the microphone. That's true. I mean... The one thing that's great, though, about Bobcasting is that you're able to express 
how you're feeling in that particular moment. It's like a time capsule, you know? Yeah, you're able to document it. It's weird, right? You know what I always go back to? That scene in the Always eight- disagree. <laughs> Never disagreeing. Always agreeing. <laughs> so don't do it's like it's like wait wait you're not disagreeing but oh you're always agreeing all right let's go oh man it's like a mountain spring deodorant commercial man, i'm never disagree- like you know the creative process though you know uh so it's been a long time since i've podcasted you know a long time since i've gotten down here in the lounge but it's starting to feel good it's starting to feel like the midnight hour <laughs> Somebody in my neighborhood started dressed, uh, decorating his front yard for Halloween already. That's, that is good. You know, why not, dude, in this spooky land? Do whatever you want. Look, I never had a, um, I never had like a more like, you know, uh, a more better experience than, you know, chatting with the Bobcast on and offline. Um, you were saying, what were, what were you saying? Just... Before the spooky time, you know, graduation. Uh, I was just living my life, you know? Yeah. I wish that I didn't check my phone so much in life. You know, I've been trying to work on it. The thing is, is I take it with me for like steps, you know? Nope. Count steps in your phone? Yeah, I don't an know An average human is supposed to do 10,000 steps per day. Let me see your phone. Open Never up your health. disagreeing. Always It'll tell me how many steps you, you, you walked. No, I don't believe go, you. Go into the heart. There's a heart. Mm-hmm. Look for the app with this. It's a little heart there. You like that? I just did like a dog noise to you. <laughs> <laughs> it's not set up, dog. It's not set up. Okay, well, it should be. Okay. It's not. <laughs> Why is this fan off? Because it's disagreeing. <laughs> it's a good. Sorry, point. I just hit a wall, man. I totally hit a wall. That's all right. I mean, there's nothing quite like hitting a wall face on. You know, there's nothing wrong about that at all i took a lot of stands during this podcast and i just tried to take one that was like positive and i failed i've been listening to uh wtf with mark maron okay i didn't know he lost his uh loved one pretty captivating shit episode with uh, ellen page from umbrella academy um joe rogan of course with miley cyrus couldn't believe the, the reveals and the church with yeah. Joey Diaz. He ended his show after 10 years. He started around the same time I did. And he did a show once with Pauly Shore, whom I saw once rollerblade past me in San Diego. Yo, there's a new Pauly Shore movie coming out called The House Guest yeah. that I am 100% in on. I mm-hmm. think it's going to be the best movie since Encino, man. But continue. I think that you might be right. you know. But uh, So the Wheeze came on the show and he took a high edible. And he bombed on the show and didn't want Joey Diaz to air it. But Joey aired it the last episode ever of his series against Polly's wishes. Weird. It's great. Sounds pretty great. But yeah, I uh, oh, I always enjoy the creative process. I always enjoy coming here. That's what it is, man. The creative process. That's what I forgot. The creative process. There's never been a person I share the creative process more in step with than you, man. Yeah. The fast turnaround. The, yeah. you know... Life is like a short order cook. We got to get it out. Yeah, dude. The self gratification of what your yeah. ideas are expressed, recorded, documented, and exposed. Yeah, dude, you just, we've done that. You and I have done that for so long. And it's always yeah, been so yeah. great. It's the best, man. It's like, imagine if like you could have had this with anyone else ever. Hmm. Are you trying to say that you wish you were gay? 
Dead? <laughs> Gay. Huh. Do you want to take up the relationship with Notch? Just lost 15 Bobcast listeners right there. Like, he's gay. (laughs) Jang. That's the thing. uh, Cancel culture, too. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a weird pivot. Um, It's crazy that, like, if you do one thing bad, then, like, like, you don't even get a chance to be, like, heard in the court. Yeah, we talked about that last time. Did we? Chat, 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 chat. There's no forgiveness. You do something wrong, you're a witness to your own demise. Disguise, don't look at the sky. It's a fucking lie. Whatever. That's right. Hey, look, I don't care. Yeah, um, when you think of the movie Grease, what do you think about? The Barbarina. I think <laughs> about that scene where it's the beauty school dropout song. I don't know. It's like not. when I die, <laughs> this is a song I want to hear, dude. I don't want to see Frankie Valley or wherever, but. For some reason, that scene's always stuck out to me as just being like pure cinematic magic, you know? I just realized I have to go pick up my laundry <laughs> from Again? The, yeah. How about that? Two Dude, weeks. How about that, man? Is it the same night too? And is it like the small amount of like laundry you're doing? It's a medium load. Did you just gleek here on the true Bob? I tried. Nothing came out. Jenny Marinari, what's up? I taught you how to gleek. <laughs> Shout out to the original gleeker, Dan Nero. Could shoot across yes. the room. Big ups, Dan. <laughs> Look, be safe out there. Try to love somebody the way that you want to be loved. My name's Bob. Love you guys. And this has been another episode of True. True.